Let's put our hands together once again unto the Lord. Ambassadors, God bless you for this song ministration. Hallelujah. So, Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for this time to be in your presence and to receive your word. Father, this morning, O Lord, grant me the utterance nothing but your entrance and your word to speak unto our hearts, for your word to be profitable unto our lives, O Lord. Give us the heart, O Lord, to receive your word for the meekness. Father, I thank you and I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. This morning, I would like to reflect on the topic, let your soul be consumed. Let your soul be consumed with a longing for the Word of God. Let your soul be consumed with a longing for the Word of God. In Psalm 138, verse 2. Psalm 138, verse 2. David said, I will worship toward the holy temple and praise thy name for the loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above thy name. Even though he said, I will praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth, he said, thou hast magnified thy word above thy name. Thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. We know all the names of the Almighty God. We can mention them. Several of them. We have even sung, You are the Alpha, you are the Omega, you are this, you are that. Adonai, El Shaddai, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Jireh, all of them. But David said, It is not the name, but thy word. But thy word. That I will magnify. Brethren, this morning I'd like to entreat all of us that in all things, in all that we are doing, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, as far as some of us we are going through difficulties, we forget about all that is around us. But we cannot forget about the word of God. No matter how pressed we are. No matter how perplexed we are. No matter how we have been pushed to the world. No matter who has risen against us. Remember the word of God. Hallelujah. In fact, in Isaiah chapter 66 verse 2. There is a man that God will look at. There is a situation that God will look at. 
He says, for all those things have my hand made. All those things have been, saith the Lord. But this man will I look, even to him that is poor, of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. Do you want attention from the Almighty God? Do you want God to look into your situation? Do you want God to turn and look at you? He says, this one I will look. God is making a selection. But in this selection, he says, this one I will look. There is a man who is poor of a contrite spirit. And there is a man who trembleth at my word. That man, no matter how preoccupied I am, that man, no matter the situation, that man, God says, this one I will look. We may be running around talking to men, but God says, this one, I will look. And that's why I know as we serve God, we are not even looking at just a particular situation. Let's be like David. And my simply is that all the days of my life, I will just look at the word. I will just meditate on the word. I will just obey the word. I will just walk in the word. And I know that as I do that all my life, when it becomes necessary, when nobody is looking at me, I know the Almighty God will say, this one I will look. This man I will look because he trembles. Because he trembles at what? At my word. Hallelujah. And I'm saying, as we walk in the word, as we live by the word, as we walk in obedience, we are not saying that we are doing it for a particular day. Because you never know that day. You don't know that day that a certain visitation shall come. But as it is your manner of life, when the situation shows up, God will look at you. You know what? There is something that I only, God reminded me only this morning. And it had happened in 1989. But this morning, I could hear God saying, so have you forgotten about this occasion? And may the Lord forgive me for even forgetting. <laughs> and to remember only this morning. And sometimes it's strange where God reminds you things. In fact, I just finished bathing. So I had to quickly go and write it down when God remembered me. You see, it's not when we sit down and say, this is the book I've opened, that God speaks. Be ready for God every moment of your life. Hallelujah. And on this particular occasion, 1989, for those of you who are old enough to know Gehok, Ghana Industrial Holding Corporation, I used to be at the head office. I was in charge of public relations. We had over 22 companies or subsidiaries, over 25,000 workers. Somewhere in the beginning of 1989, 
I was asked in addition to my duties to go and manage the advertising company. So which meant additional responsibility. They didn't add anything else. I'm sure the corporate will know what you are expecting. But they didn't add anything else. So I added on. Then in the course of the year, once morning, mid-morning, there was a management committee meeting. Then the security announced the chairman of the PNDC has come to the Georg head office. Eh? Rollins has come to your head office. Asembeini. So they asked me to go and welcome him. When nobody knows, I should go and welcome him. So I went anyway. Then I brought him into the management committee meeting. When he sat down, he said, do you know that there's a problem at Gayhawk Brick and Tire? And I think people were not too sure. Then he said, from today, I have dissolved the head office. No argument. Everybody should go home. But brethren, God's exemption had fallen on me. God's divine selection had fallen on me. So whilst everybody in the head office, over 200 staff, went home, and in the morning didn't put on a shirt and a tie, the next morning, I wore my shirt and a tie. Brother Morgan, that's my yellow dancing 120. I remember the law school. And I drove it and I went to work. Divine selection. Because I meditated on the word of God all my life. I didn't wait for a specific occasion. Today, that is what David did. And that is what I'm recommending to us. We are not serving God because of a particular situation. Where my shirt has faded. Or where I need food. But all the days of my life. I will meditate on the word of God. My soul shall be consumed with a longing for the word of God. I will walk in obedience to the word of God. Because I don't know when. That I will need God to say this man, even though the whole head office has been closed down, there is a man down there tomorrow morning on the Obekojima. Let your soul, let your soul be consumed with a longing for the word of God all the days of your life. We are not waiting for a specific situation or something to happen. But all the days of our lives, it is God's word. Night, dawn, morning, noon, whatever the time. Defending God's word, meditating on God's word, because a day is coming. God will show up. And I always say that, I say to myself, as I stand here, it is all because of the goodness and the kindness and the mercies of God. But nothing else. You know, sometimes we make a mistake. And we think we on our own have done something. I was telling somebody this morning, even when you sit to write your CV, some of those accomplishments, God came in and took a certain angle and made you what you are. 
But we forget so easily, quickly. We forget. We forget. But have a longing for the word of God. You see, and what is what? That is what David did all the days of his life. So in Psalm 119, verse 57, in fact, let me say that the whole of Psalm 119 is made up of 176 verses. Just get buried in those 176 verses, whether it is King James, whether it is New King James, whether it is Amplified, whether it is Living Bible, whether it is LNRT, whether it is Holman, whether it's NIV, get buried in those verses, verse after verse. And you see David's situation. He went through a lot. He went through a lot. Persecutions. Enemies chasing him. Everywhere he turned. On his own, he couldn't. But one thing that David said, is that in the midst of all the situations, each time, he didn't look at the situation, but he only looked at the word of God. Each time, he only meditated on the word of God. When the enemy showed up, he looked at the word of God. Whether from the east, west, north, south, no matter who came his way, all that David did is, what is the word of God for me? So, in Psalm 119, verse 57, it says, Thou art my portion, O Lord. I have said that I would keep thy words. For somebody whose portion is the Lord, he didn't look at the estates of the Lord. He didn't look at the sheep or the cattle on the mountains. But he said, it is your word that I will keep. Because he knew that God himself had magnified his word above his name. So even for him, when the whole Lord was his portion, what he looked at was the word of God. I'm sure maybe for some of us, given our situation when we are pressed and we want something, the word of God may not be the issue. It is what has fallen on our plates. It is what has fallen our way. But for David, in fact, even in the entire, there are portions where he said, even where there is gold and silver, for him, it is the word of God. And that is what I would like to challenge all of us this morning. That let our souls be consumed for only the word of God. It is not the gold. It is not the silver. It is not any other portion. He said, Thou art my portion, O Lord. And I will keep your word. He didn't fight for property. So I've indicated when you go home, it's 176 verses. 
I believe moment by moment, each verse at a time will speak to you. And as it speaks to you, you see that we we'll have to spend all our lives in swimming and dining and walking and praising God for his word. If it is so interesting that in the verse 62 that you can look at it or not now, he even said in midnight, at midnight, he will rise up and thank God for his word, not for food that he has given to him. He is so much appreciative of God's judgment and his words that even in midnight when he wakes up, I thank you that there is a word of God. Can you imagine this world without the word of God? Have we imagined your world without the word of God? And however difficult the situation is, when somebody speaks the word of God into your situation, there will be peace. You shall be consoled. So David said, even at midnight, so midnight time is not a time for snoring. For David, it was a time to rise up and thank God that I know that God, you have a word. Your word is there. Your word is truthful. Hallelujah. So we'll look at some verses. It doesn't mean some verses are more important than others. Because of want of time, I've just picked a few. Let's look at a verse 23 in Psalm 119. Princes also sit and speak against me. But thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. When even princes have gathered together and they say, We are sitting over your matter. We are sitting because of you. And that meeting is against you. David said, when there is such a gathering, when they have met and they are planning and scheming as to what to do to David, David is not going to complain. But what he says is that thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. Ah. Is that possible? When you are pushed. Sometimes we are angry. Sometimes it's why me? Why should it be me? Why should they meet? Because of me. And it's against me. And in such a situation, you are saying that I'm meditating in thy statutes. I'm reflecting on the word of God. I am looking at God. I am looking at his word. But brethren, it is possible. It is possible for those who have believed God and have a longing for the almighty God. I knew one particular situation some time past, and I knew people who had schemed. They are planned. But in all their plans, as they go and come, this man is still standing. But there was one occasion 
the schema, they say they've moved into another office. So if you have moved me, just leave me there, but there be. Executive meetings on Monday morning, people have to go come into my department and find out if there's anything wrong. And bring it up for discussion. But they did that severally. So on one occasion, as the chief said, we were having the meeting, I lifted up my I saw that he was looking at me. I could read in his mind and say, Yeah, yeah, in Kusiaga. Yeah, yeah, press, yeah. They've done all that they could, and the production was still going up. They will try and go and find fault. They will come the next Monday, the figure is going up. And like I was saying this morning, I'm sure they will say to themselves, but we have all the connections. We can go to the board. Some can even go to the castle. Some can even go to the Jubilee House then. But there is some small man here with this small frame. We don't understand because they will not understand. What they will not understand is that it is not you who is working. But there is a God Almighty. When that God is working through me, it is not about my size. This size, 15 and a half shirt, is not about that size. <laughs> it is about God. Pastor Joe, what's your size? Shirt, shirt. 16 or 16 and a half. <laughs> it is not about that size. Oh, Brother Joshua, it's not about your shirt size. You understand? Don't let the size worry you. It's about the Almighty God who has decided to look at this man. And when that happens, that small size, you see, they will understand. They can look at you, but they may even doze off. Then they remember. So one of my friends says, there is a small man, big man. Who is supposed to be a small man in size, but he is a big man because he meditates on the word of God. The word of God makes the difference. It is not the might. So David said, they will sit. In fact, they will call the meeting. The notice will go out that we are meeting because of you. But when they meet, you are meditating on the word of God. And God sitting up there is putting the plans together. Then, as they sit, then let them now testify that, indeed, we know that this man is the child of God. When it comes up, it is not a time to forsake God. As we go through troubles, it is not a time to think that God has left you. You see, I always say that sometimes, as when some of those delays come, it is for God to display so that it, it will blow everybody's mind. Then they will know that this one, it was not you. But God made the difference. In the verse 46 of still Psalm 119, he says, I will speak of your statutes before kings and will not be put to shame. Even when kings meet and you are supposed to speak and you have to speak bearing on the word of God, 
speak those words. Be bold to declare the word of God. Be bold to declare the word of God. That is why during the past week, as some of them ministers were going through vetting, simple issue of these gay rights, people couldn't say yes or no. And we're going around. Some say, I don't belong to parliament. Uh, I don't belong to this. You see, if you are for it, you are for it. If you are against it, there is no way. But when you are not sure, and when you want to please man, then you go in circles. And if there is anything like a triangle, not triangle, but in circles. Before kings declare the truth, Father, I've had occasions in the past. Again, some will come. Party leaders from both sides will come. MPs, party executives. And I'll declare what I have to declare. I declared what I have to declare. In fact, on one occasion, I happened to be acting for the DG. So we went for a meeting at the ministry. One of the ministers said, I think it was even the cabinet minister. He said, you will see. I didn't say anything. But years after, 2019, we met at the Tamale airport. The one who said we will see met me and said yes, sir, and bowed. Because when he said I will see me, I didn't have any word to say. You see, because me, it doesn't like in my mouth to speak. It is God who speaks and gives utterance. Sometimes, it doesn't mean I'm scared. In God's own time, He will declare. And you see, He will speak through a certain vessel that that vessel Himself will know that of a truth, what this man is speaking is it. And that is the few, I think I was for Sofu. So Sofu said, He used to be a minister. He said, I will see, but today, he says, yes, sir. You see, never be ashamed of the Almighty God. Never be ashamed. Because it is He who will exalt you. And I'm seeing a lot of the issues and the problems we have in this country. We have allowed them to happen because we who should speak the word of God we are always ashamed of the word of God. When we ought to declare the truth, we compromise. Let's declare the truth. And you see, I tell you, they, won't, they can't touch you. I was saying that whether the person is an MP or a minister, he and I sat in the church. Brother Morgan, can you believe if you made a minister? And then tomorrow you are saying something. And I know it is not correct. Then I will say because you are a minister. I won't say it. I will not. For me, I will not. All those who are there, they came out through us. They are not ordinary human beings. And if you go through their profiles, some were lawyers, teachers, accountants, doctors, as many of us are. So what is the difference? 
the difference is that a time has come that there's an honorable and something to their name. So when you say something, when you even know it is not right, you are scared of God. God will just look at you. And if you are not careful, God will turn his back on you. But be like David. Be like David. And proclaim and declare God's word. Hallelujah. Let's look at the verse 51. 5-1. The arrogant mock me without restraint. But I do not turn from your law. Those who are arrogant, they will mock you. But David said, in the midst of the teasing, in the midst of the fact that they are mocking me, I will not turn from your law. You may occupy some position. And because of that, you are doing everything uprightly. And they will tell you, this office, we don't sit there to be upright. We sit here to collect money. That is the mindset of many people. So when you are sitting there and you are not collecting and you will go home with your mobile phone and your pen without anything in your briefcase, they will be mocking you. But be like David. He said, while they are mocking me, even without, not ordinary mocking, even without restraint, I did not turn from the law of God. I remember when I was sent to the St. Guest House in 1994. A woman who I thought was even a woman class leader in the Methodist church said, We advice. But that is the advice they will give to you. So later when they see you and you are still working simply, you understand? They will be mocking you. But in the midst of that, hold on to the word of God. Another two told me when I was general manager, he said, I had you say, so sit down there, three and son of I'm sure somebody has done more than three. We saw it in the past week. Is that what you want? Remain in the word of God. Verse 52. I remember your ancient laws, O Lord, and I find comfort in them. This is a great, this is your version, NIV. That's NIV for you. <laughs> See, I remember your ancient... Well, let, let's stay on the ancient one. He said, I remember your ancient laws. Brethren, the laws may look ancient, but those who have gone ahead, those saints who are standing before God, those who have been given entrance, it was because they found comfort in the ancient word. So if 
you think you are modern and you want to shift from the ancient world into the modern, it's unto you. But I pray this morning that the ancient word is still the word. Begin and remain and find comfort in the ancient word. It hasn't changed. I think even this morning we stand it briefly. Those holy words have not changed. If you think you have grown enough, you have outgrown the ancient word, and you want a modern word, you'll miss your way. Find comfort in the ancient word. Hallelujah. The verse 99. Remember, I'm just picking the verses. Every verse is equally important, though. Verse 99 says, I have more understanding than all my teachers. For thy testimonies are my meditation. Let's say other verse 100. I have more understanding than the elders. For I obey your precepts. So for remaining in the word of God. For standing in the word of God. The verse 99 says. I will even have more insights. When people don't understand, when there is a problem, when there is a challenge, and they don't even know where to turn to, because you have meditated on the Word of God, God will give you so much insight into the situation that when you speak, they will ask you, from, from, from where did you get this? Then you know there is a throne room up there where wisdom comes down. And then your teachers will begin to wonder, so which throne room? Then you point them to the Almighty God. And that will bring glory to our God. Hallelujah. Inside, we are not dealing about surface issues. It is only when we delve deeper that there shall be resolution. When we go deeper, God will open our eyes and we shall receive understanding. I believe most of the issues that we are struggling with is because we are dealing with surface knowledge. We are dealing with surface knowledge. Knowledge that we have acquired to help us live in our environment. We have forgotten that everything is controlled by the Almighty God. We have forgotten that God in His Word controls the environment. And if God gives us insight, we will be able to change our environment and then we shall be wiser than our teachers. Ah, David stayed in the Word all his life. The verse 141 says, even when he has been despised, verse 141, I am small and despised, yet I do not forget their precepts. I am small and despised. But David is saying, Yet do not I forget thy precepts. Here you can even say, Even when I'm a big man, I will not forget your precepts. Because a lot of big men forget the word when they get there. 
In the verse 143, 143, trouble and anguish have taken hold on me. Yet, thy commandments are my delight. Ah, when trouble and anguish have taken hold on me, is it the time to say you take delight in God's commandment? But for David, that was the time to take delight in God's commandments. Then we cannot finish all. I have just picked a few verses of the whole of Psalm 119. I'll just leave with it all of us that as we go home, this chapter of the Psalms, Psalm 119, I believe all the 176 verses will speak to our situation. No matter what we are going through, forget about it. Like I said, at midnight, David rose up in the Psalm 62 and just thanked God for his word. In Psalm 147, he woke up always before dawn and just thanked God for his word. 148 said all night he woke up just thanking God for his word. In the 164, he said seven times he just praised God again for his word. And if a man works like this, God will never forget him. It's therefore not surprising Though he was in the wilderness, though he was in the bush, when the prophet Samuel met with his father and they sold them for a sacrifice, and they had forgotten about him, they said, until he comes, this meeting we shall not end. And when he came, he was not only anointed to be a ruler, but out of his loins, out of that family, out of that tree, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, came. And today, when you read Matthew chapter 1, when you talk about the genealogy of our Lord Jesus Christ, when it comes to the portion of David, they don't just mention his name, but it says, David the King. Ah. When blind men heard that Jesus was around, they said, David they called Jesus Christ, O thou son of David. When David had gone long ago, but as you heard the blind men who had heard that Jesus Christ had come, could still refer to Jesus as the son of David, David certainly made an impact before God. This is the impact that David made. He made the word of God all his life. Let your soul be consumed with a longing for the word of God. And you might get close to David Kakra. We may have been late. We may have been late, but it's not late. I believe that if from now we begin to magnify the word of God above everything else and put the word of God first in every situation 
God will take care of the other situations for you. To the extent that even what you must drink, it is God who will tell you. It is not for you to say, I'm going to buy that drink. You will come to the point where even the Obernum, God will tell you this is the drink for you to drink. Because you have magnified him all your life. Father, we thank you for today. We bless you and we honor you for who you are. David rightly said, Indeed, you've magnified your word above your name. Today, as we also sit here, and even those who are listening online, brethren, the word of God, the word of God, no matter what situation that we are going through, and for us, you can see all the days of David, it was one war after the other. One difficult situation after the other. But in all of these, he just meditated on the word of God. When he had been pushed to the world, he looked at the word of God. When there was trouble, when there was distress, he looked into the word of God. Father, today, May each one of us, either seated here or listening online, may we have a longing. Shall our soul have a longing for the word of God? Father, we thank you for this morning. Father, may your name be praised for who you are. Lord, we also identify with David that your name will be magnified above everything else. Father, we thank you. And now we thank you for our offerings. We thank you for our tithes. We bless you for all that you're doing in our lives. We thank you for your provision. We thank you for your keeping power. We thank you for your preservation. Accept our sacrifices this day. Accept our tithes, O Lord, this day. Accept our offerings. Father, we thank you and bless you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.